Okay, we're continuing the Chizuk and Tefillah Shir, sponsored by my father, Leonishmas, my mother, Leo Shalom Hindabash Malakayan, and the Shir was a Cyrus from the Meiron tragedy, so it should be a schus for those Niftarim as well. We are holding at the end of the Bracha of Amavir Shaina, and we are on page Lamedalid, uh, the bottom of Lamedalid, Lamed Hay. Um, so the last thing we say is Usneinu ayoyim v'chol yoyim l'cheinu l'chesed l'rachamim v'einecho v'einecho royeinu So we ask that today, v'chol yoyim, every day, Hashem should give us that we are v'chein, find favor and chesed l'rachamim v'einecho, in your eyes. So that's the bottom of page Lamedalid. V'einecho sh'im nimtza cheim v'einei Hashem yisborach as we're going to talk about, we'll see what that means in a moment. But the first thing is we should find favor in the eyes of the Rabbi Shalom, that he would have Rachmanus on us. That's, so he's saying, we should find Chain in the eyes of Hashem, in order, so therefore that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us Rachamim and Chesed in a Chinam Dikka way. Now he continues on the top of the next page, It's not enough that we ask that we find favor in the Rabbi Nishalom's eyes. What is this, Bakasha, that we ask we should also find favor and chayin and chesed and rachamim b'enei b'nei adam, b'enei chorayenu, anyone who we come across. Halayoikuru shenim sechein v'chesed b'enei Hashem Yisbarach. We say this in benching also. B'nei sechein v'chesed v'seichotai b'enei elikim v'yadam, right? You should find chein b'enei elikim v'adam. Again, it's not just Hashem, it's also Adam. So he says a very interesting pshat. He says, Aval yuvon imash yisbar b'ezer Hashem Yisbarach l'kamon b'pasuch p'seach esyodecha. He says we could explain this with what? We are going to learn later on on the Pasuk of Pesach Esyodecha. Eich she'akadosh baruch hu manig oilom ha'yedei shaluchim. The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs His world is that He provides and He gives things, but it's always through a medium, through a messenger. So, and it's very often through people. Hashem wants to give someone a bracha, He sends it through someone. Someone's native to someone, someone helps someone else out, someone helps them with their parnasa, with their refua, whatever it is, it's through other people. So if a person needs something from someone else, whether it's something small or something big, and the fact that the person um, answers him immediately, and he grants his request with a saver upon him office, that is all from the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. That the Rabbeinu Shalaylam is sending what you need through this person. The Chayvas Alavavos says in Shara Bitachan that a person has to know that if anyone has Rachmanis on him or Chemla, has any mercy, has anything to do for him, it's really Hashem's Rachmanis that He's sending through this medium the person that you need to come on to. So 
ולכן שפרונו מבקשים שיתננו השם יסבורך לכן ולחסד ולרחמים בעיני חוריינו. It's not enough we want to find favor in Hashem's eyes. We're saying Hashem, we should find favor in the eyes of Koreyenu. Why? With this we de- demonstrate the greatness our Amuna. We believe, believe Shalom, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs this world and every single detail. And therefore, anything that I need from anyone else and their reaction to me is all the Rabbi Nishon's reaction to me. And therefore, we're hoping that it'll be Be'enei Chorayenu, that we'll find Chein, Chesed, and Rachamim, because that will show us that it's really the Rabbi Nishon giving us Chein, Chesed, and Rachamim. V'chol Nesiyas Chein, Chesed, Be'enei B'nei Adam, V'chol Dover Toiva Magiyah so by saying um, number one, that's the belief that the Rabbi Nisham is in charge. But then there's which means we're, believe, we're, we're demonstrating and we're declaring our belief how the Rabbi Nisham runs his world. That is, all these people, he sends things through and therefore their reaction and whether they give it to us or not, that's really, we have to believe they are all just a medium beyond the Rabbi Nisham. He says, you should think about this. And really, it's very apropos because it's negat yesterday's parsha numerous oifanim. One place I saw this was, I think the Ber Yosef writes, it says that Yaakov, when he, when, he, when he worked for the second seven years for Rachel, it says, So Rashi says, Just like the first seven years, he worked in a trustworthy way. This doesn't necessarily mean Amuna Nashem. It means he was a trustworthy person, as we'll see. Now, if you think about it for a second, this is a big godless, says, says uh, the Bar Yosef. And this demonstrates Yaakov Avinu's Amuna in how Hashem runs the world. Because the first time around, he worked. He says at the end of the parasha, I, I, I served your father with all kaychi. Now don't forget who Yaakov Avinu was. There was this gigantic stone on the well, and he picked it up like a cork out of a bottle. He was an unbelievable giver beyond what's normal. So really, he could have rationalized himself and said, I don't have to work b'chol kaychi. I have to work what everyone else works. Right? But Yaakov Avinu, because he was such a trustworthy person, and the Rambam, we said this once, I think once in a drasha, and I, in the Yerucha Shurim, we went through this Rambam somewhere along the line, in Tzchiris Pailim, the Rambam talks about that a Pail has to work in a trustworthy way and he can't cheat his, his, his employer. He says, we find by Yaakov HaTzadik, the only place the Rambam, or I think in Chazal B'chlal, we find that Yaakov is called to Yosef, we find that Tzadik. Yaakov is Yaakov Avinu. He calls him Yaakov HaTzadik because it's Sidkus and Mominus. That's the Rambam is being Madgish. Over here, when he's referring to how honest he was, he calls him Yaakov HaTzadik. So it means to say, when he says, Bechol Koichi Avadati Azavichat, he means with his Koichas, not with normal Koichas. Bechol Koichi Avadati Azavichat. That's how honest he was. Okay, so that's the first seven years. It makes sense. He has a deal, seven years to work for Rachel. Comes the end of the seven years, it's not Rachel, he's cheated, it's Leah, right? So now he says, okay, no problem, Lovin says, you work another seven years. Now, he married, when he married, when the first time around, he was waiting to get married, right? He didn't get married to the end of the seven years. The second time, he gave Rachel immediately, 
Immediately right after Vayimalaish Vuazais was the end of the Sheva Brachas, Ain Marvim Simcha Bazimcha, and he married Rachel, and then he worked it off for the next seven years. So at that point, a regular person would rationalize and say to himself, listen. First of all, this should have been mine already for the first seven years. This whole thing that I'm working, he tricked me, you know? Uh, okay. Second of all, I have her already, so what's going to happen? He's going to take her away? What, what is he going to do already? That's what a normal person would say. So therefore, why do I have to work Bechol Kaichi? Why do I have to work like, like uh, I, I'm, I'm working for something? This is really a, a game over here. So says the Pasuk, no. He worked There was no difference. Why was there no difference? Because Yaakov Avinu understood that if Lavan did this, it wasn't Lavan. It wasn't Lavan. It was the Rabbi Nishalam. The Rabbi Nishalam orchestrated all of this. So the Rabbi Nishalam orchestrated that he has to work for another, another seven years. So he's going to rip off the Rabbi Nishalam. He's not ripping off Lavan. He didn't see Lavan as the one who baffled him. There wasn't Lavan who did anything wrong. Lavan was a pawn. Lavan was the Rabbi Nishalam's pawn. Rabbi Nishalam wanted it to be that he works for seven years, thinks it's Rachel, and ends up Leia, and work another seven years for Rachel. If that's the way it is, now this Amuna might be this the Amuna, like we say, belief in Hashem. That is Amuna and Hashem was the same from beginning to end, and therefore it would the the Nikuda here was that it wasn't Lavan who did this to him. It was the Rabbi Nishalayim, and therefore why should he not do what he's supposed to? Because the Rabbi Nishalayim, quote unquote, changed the rules of the game. The Rabbi Nishalayim, this was his plan. Someone told me I married the Gavart last night also. Um, at the Bar Mitzvah, Yechiel Wolf told me that he saw a vart from Rabbi Ruchim. He saw it not in one of Rabbi Ruchim's svarim, but basically, it's, you know, when Leah, uh, Rachel wants to do doim from Leah. So, so Leah says to her, Hamat It's not enough, you took my husband because I was already married to him. And now you came and came a co-wife and you took away my husband. You want the flowers also? So, so I mean, the obvious question is, well, one second over here. Don't we all recall that Rachel gave the simanim and really it was supposed to be Rachel was supposed to be the wife? And she says over here, you took my husband, right? Well, what's going on here? So last Sunday night by Reb Chaim's uh, Shavu Brachis, his daughter Shavu Brachis. So I, I said that the uh, the Mefar, some of the Mefarshim say that Rachel never really told Leah, never told Leah that it was really supposed to be hers. The Simanim were a Shabbos, and Chala, Nida were those were those were the the Simanim. What, what does it mean, the Simanim? The Simanim wasn't like a secret code. You know, as Yankov, Yaakov Avinu had taught Rachel what it means to be a Jewish wife. Right, you're going to be my wife. It was the first real base Yaakov, right? She learned, Rachel learned from Yaakov, right? And she, and, and, and so now Leah is going to become his wife. She's not going to know what to do. She's going to be embarrassed. So Rachel said, I'm going to teach you. She told her. She didn't tell her that, this whole story. So that was really her, her Vatranus was that she, she gave up her husband without even telling Leah that what was really was supposed to happen. So fine. But it's, that was a schus only in Azaivait. What happens? All of a sudden, Leah comes along and says, A few bunch of years later, she wants to do him, and she snaps at her and she says, Why you, take, you took my husband and now you want the flowers? So at that point, what should Rachel have done? Rachel should have done, she should have said, Listen, uh, it's time for us to have a little conversation here. Let's, let me tell you the rest of the story. But she didn't. She'd say a word. She was macabre. You're right. 
That's where Rashi's the next pasuk says, "Vayis kolikim es Rachel." He remembered Rachel. What did he remember? She gave the simanim. She gave the simanim a long time ago, a few years back. Why did she remember now? Because now this chus, even now, she refused to say anything. She didn't say a word. That's so why the Gemara calls her Vachra. Doesn't say she had this chus of Vachranus. The Gemara in Saita says, "Bischart snius." The tznius that she gave over the simanim. And the tznius means it was in a private way. She gave it over. And how private was it? That even later on she didn't say a word. She didn't say a word about it. And that was the schus. So, so, um, so he told me, Yechiel Wolf told me that Rabbi Yechiel Wolf, he told me that um, he saw a word from Yeruchim a little different. That when Leah said, I'm a ishi, you took my husband, so why didn't Rachel say he was supposed to be my husband? Because Rachel understood that if the Rabbanisham orchestrated that Yaakov was supposed to marry Leah first, so whose husband is he really? He's really Leah's husband. I thought, we all thought, Yaakov and Leah and Rachel, they all thought that Rachel's supposed to marry Yaakov, and that's the way it's supposed to be. But what did Rabbi Nisham do? He orchestrated events that Leah's supposed to marry Yaakov. So Rachel says, okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. So if Leah comes along and says, you took my husband, she says, you're right, I took your husband. He's your husband. Why is he your husband? Because obviously, that's what the Rabbi Nisham wanted. So again, this is the same idea that you're not seeing people here. You're not seeing tricksters of Lavan. You're not seeing even Rachel being Mevater. Her Vacheranus here was actually Amuna. Her Vacheranus was, it's not supposed to be me. It's not supposed to be me. It's not even my husband. It's not even my husband. I'm Taka, the second wife. I'm the co-wife. And that's the aside over here as well. That when we say, that we're believing in the Rabbi Shalom. But then we say, that means to say we're declaring our belief that whatever's going on in our life, whatever is happening, all the circumstances happening, all these are pawns in the Kaddish Baruch's hand. It's really the Rabbi Nisham running the show. And Mamela, that's a whole different life you lead when you realize the Rabbi Nisham is running the show. So we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us that if a person thinks about that brach in the morning, that it's all from the Rabbi Nisham, your day is a different day, it's a day of Amuna. And Bez Hashem, we will continue next week.